Hey y'all, it's Precious Pioneer, and I don't know about you guys, but nowadays I feel like it's difficult to navigate what to eat when there's a constant pull between what's healthy and what's unhealthy and eat this and not that. But I feel like having clarity on just the basics of like, hey, what nutrients does my body need and what can I eat to make myself feel good and feel healthier and you know things like that. I feel like uh, having clarity on those kind of things can make our eating choices and habits a little bit easier. So today we're going to be talking about the very basics of macronutrients and micronutrients that every foodie needs to sustain themselves. You're listening to Precious the Foodie, the podcast about the food we eat. Okay, so nutrients can be broken down into two main categories, your macronutrients and your micronutrients. Macronutrients, aka your macros, hints at the definition, macro meaning large, suggests that these nutrients should be consumed in large amounts, while micros in smaller amounts. So let's talk about macros first. Macros are going to be your main three nutrients of carbs, fats, and proteins. These are the nutrients that help give your body energy so it can function, the gas that gets our body moving and to ensure that all parts are flowing and running properly. Though macronutrients provide a lot of calories, know that the amount of calories depends um, on the food source. For example, each gram of carbs or protein provide four calories, while fat provide nine calories for each gram. So let's talk about all three of these macros, starting with carbohydrates first. Carbs get such a bad rep. Um, They're the macro that everyone wants to cut down on and is recommended to skip or cut out because it leads to weight gain. But it's a macro for a reason. Your body needs it to function on its daily duties. It's a great option because it breaks down and gives you energy quickly. However, it truly does depend on your body type and it varies from person to person. Someone who's really active, carbs could be a great option because they can give you the energy that you need for a powerful workout. I know my experience being on a track team, the distance runners would eat at Olive Garden almost every single meet because maxing out on pasta would sustain them for their long runs the next day. It really depends on you. Carbs can be broken down into simple or complex carbs, where simple burns energy quickly and leaves you with a spike that doesn't last, like sugar, honey, syrup, candies, and sodas, while complex have fiber as a component, which is nutrient-dense and will make you full longer, and nutrients will be utilized slower so that you don't overeat. These are nutrient-dense carbs like potatoes, quinoa, grains, and oatmeal. Overeating of carbs is what truly can lead to weight gain because though it's a means of energy, if you're not utilizing it, your body will store it. Jumping into fats, fats contain 9 calories per gram. Though fats are demonized as well, it's essential for aiding in digestion and storing energy and takes longer to break down, which is essential to give you the stamina you need to get through the day and your body to function without being hungry every hour. But not all fats should be treated equally. They're saturated, unsaturated, and trans fats. Trans fats should be avoided completely. They're usually super processed, fried foods, doughs, oils, and margarines that leave your body feeling really sick, honestly. 
But saturated fats are not as awful as claimed. And though there is a link to cardiovascular diseases with saturated fats, like with anything, it should and can be used moderately and you'll be fine. Unsaturated fats are the quote like healthy fats, but too much of anything, like I said, is bad for you. So when thinking about fats, if carbs burn quickly, fats burn a bit slowly. You can get your fats from nuts, seeds, avocado, milk, dairy, and oil. Like anything, fats can be bad with the wrong quantities. Understand nutrients in the sense of calories, which is a measure of energy. Fats, whether good or bad, equate to calories. Some are more nutrient-dense than others, but the amount is key. If you eat 20 avocados because you think that they're good for you, it's still a fat and your body will store it leading to weight gain if you're not burning off the energy you're consuming. That's what's wrong with the idea of superfoods nowadays. Just because one food item is incredibly healthy doesn't mean to maximize on that singular macro, whether that's kale or juice of some type or avocados, eating a whole bunch of it is still a means of calories. And if you're not burning that off, that's just overeating and it, your body will store it. And it's gonna, it doesn't know what to do with all of that energy, but to save it for another time. So it's really about creating a balance between all of your macros and not just maxing out on one individual food. The last macro is your protein, which is great for repairing tissue, not just for your main muscles, but all of it. Protein is the building blocks of most tissue in your body. It's also made up of amino acids that our body needs. Some aminos we can produce on our own, while others we need to outsource from consumption. They recommend consuming like one gram per pound of body weight. And you can get your protein from plants like beans and lentils, um, which is great because it also has a great carb balance. But animals have all the essential amino acids that we need, which makes it easier to get all of the nutrients that our body needs. Not saying to eat meat or to not, I'm just saying the facts, which is it's easier to eat meat to get the nutrients, but it's not impossible nor at all that challenging to source your protein from a plant-based diet. It just truly depends on your body and what you prefer eating. There's a stigma to max out on gains um, by consuming a lot of protein, but again, protein is a lot of calories and be careful of overeating because your other macros are just as important. You can get your protein from meats, fish, eggs, dairy, nuts, etc. And um, so now we're going to be talking about our micros, which is like, what are your micros? You're probably wondering. Um, micros actually don't have any calories to them. They're going to be your vitamins and your minerals. They play a unique role in your body. So if you don't eat enough of the certain vitamins like B and K and C and you know all your other vitamins, um, you can actually become deficient in one or more and maybe supplements are helpful to you in that case, you know, if you're not getting enough of the vitamins on a daily basis. Um, but micros help regulate your bodily functions, regulate hormones, increase fullness, and it's basically the oil to get your body running smoothly. So if macros is the gas that gets you going from the energy, micros is 
the oil that like that makes your machine, your bodily machine run smoothly without any friction or any sputters. Um, an easy way that I like to think of Micros when you think of the function, um, think of a trip to your favorite fast food restaurant. Usually a trip to McDonald's spikes your macros because it's filled with fats and carbs and it's low in your micros, your vitamins and nutrients. But when you eat and you're munching on your Chick-fil-A french fries, um, we made a road trip to the across the street to Chick-fil-A now, but when you're eating your Chick-fil-A french fries because they're simple carbs and sugars, you can eat the meal, your whole like 900 calorie meal of your burger, fries, and shake. And even though you ate all of that food with that crazy amount of calories, there you're still hungry. You're still left unsatisfied after like half an hour. And you're wondering why is that? That's where the term zero nutrients and empty calories comes into play. Foods that are equally micro-dense slow down nutrients and are absorbed into the body which keeps you full longer with a stable amount of energy so when you eat things like a chocolate bar you get that spike of energy from sugar and you're like ready to go but then you crash just as hard and that's why we're able to label good foods and bad foods bad foods tend to be that iv for quick unreliable energy and then you break down on you break like on the way down because it's burned through that fuel in like a second and your body's constant ups and downs like a roller coaster is kind of what makes you sick. So how much of the macros should we be eating? Well, I don't know. It just really depends on your body, your diet, and your lifestyle. And depends on you and your balanced diet. Someone who works out two times a day and trains for sports is going to need a different and more efficient macros to keep up with their active lifestyle. While someone who's a little bit more sedentary and just wants to maintain their healthy weight will need a different diet plan. On average, it's recommended that your diet should consist of 20 to 35% fat, 10 to 30% protein, 45 to 65 in carbs. But to tell you any more than that could get really inaccurate, but you can use this scale and adjust according to you and your body and your lifestyle and goals. I think that understanding macros and micros, though it's super sciencey, can help you make better decisions and choices when it comes to your diet and nutrition when you test it out on yourself. Um, Knowing that there's no super fix, quick kit that everyone can take to become super fit and super healthy is really important and idealistic and I think it's important to have that check, that self check in with yourself. I know me personally as a chef, this kind of information is important to me so that I'm able to create well balanced meals uh, where my guests can go home with their bodies feeling good and not leaving sick from incredibly high macro dense meals with fatty carbs and things like that. You know, I want like a good, balanced, wholesome meal that they can go home to and enjoy. Um, but I hope this podcast is really helpful to you. If you want more informational, science nutrient, um, dense or rich or whatever shows, I can definitely create more of these. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, live life with love and love food with life. Thank you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.